When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Michael Reed on LMFM. Tuesday morning, the 22nd of September. Good morning with much debate and discussion from now till 11 a.m. This is Michael Reed on LMFM. The surge in uh, the number of COVID-19 cases has resulted in more than half of us looking for steps to be taken to suppress the spread of the disease. 52% of us want further restrictions put in place and we might get what we wish for. While Dublin has made a lot of headlines over the last few days, it is important to point out that the situation nationally is also a cause for concern. As of Friday, the rate of incidence of the virus per 100,000 population was showing trends in all but six counties. While there has been a significant focus on Dublin, the counties of Louth, Waterford, Limerick, Kildare, Leitrim, Donegal and Offaly are now showing concerning trends. County Louth has seen 120 cases in the last two weeks compared to 18 in the previous two-week period. Government spokesperson Liz Canavan speaking yesterday, and that is why County Louth is one of the eight counties outside of Dublin that is of particular concern. Outside of these counties, there are worrying trends in most areas. We are currently at level two of the framework nationally, and we want to stay there or improve to level one. We don't want to go the other way. To keep all of the businesses we care about open, We must all work together to stop the spread of the virus. That means meeting fewer people inside your home, limiting the number of people you meet outside your home as much as possible, avoiding crowds, prioritising the people you need to see, keeping groups small and seeing them regularly rather than meeting lots of different people from lots of different households. Reducing your contacts at least by half is this week's mantra, but easier said for some than it is for others. These measured responses are aimed at ensuring that the impact of restrictive measures on the lives of our people will be kept to the minimum necessary. In particular, keeping schools and early learning and childcare services open are a top priority. But it is uh, that prioritisation of keeping schools open that is worrying teachers who have serious concerns about the cost of keeping schools open. The ASTI Central Executive is to ballot its members in relation to those concerns and we're joined by Maura Layden, Assistant General Secretary of the Association of Secondary School Teachers in Ireland. And a very good morning to you, Maura, and uh, thanks for joining us. So you say you're concerned about the health... Uh, 
and safety of school communities. Is it that the impossible is being asked of teachers and their students for that matter? Like, how do you go to school and keep contact with others to a minimum? Well, I think the, 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 the piece the news really played in really captures it all. There's a surge, there's concern, uh, there's, there's uh, fears. Um, no, it's not impossible. I think there's nobody more pro- committed to the project of keeping our schools open, getting our children back to a routine lifestyle where they can see their friends, interact and learn than teachers. However, the, the rationale behind the ballot, the decision to ballot last, at last Saturday's meeting, was precisely to do with the fact that teachers feel that not three weeks into the, into the school term, they're now seeing what the, the new, shall we say, physical layout of the school looks like, and they feel that a lot more needs to be done to make it uh, a safe place for teachers and for students. You see, one of the problems with our, our um, I mean, so many eggs are coming home to roost now in this pandemic. We've had decades of underinvestment in education, overcrowded schools. You know, schools that were meant for 500 now have 700. So they are very crowded spaces. I mean, Liz Canavan referred to avoiding crowded spaces. Schools are crowded spaces. Also, unlike, uh, especially in, in the urban areas, pupils are coming from... You know, 64% of pupils in the greater Dublin region do not attend their local secondary school. They travel by bus. Mm. So there's a huge intermingling of populations, and this is normal. But in the context of the pandemic, teachers feel that much more money needs to be invested by the state, which has been generous to date. We're not saying it hasn't. But no, more needs to happen so that we schools can avail of additional funds to lease additional premises, to have proper social distancing in classrooms, uh, and also to have proper social distancing in what are very packed communal areas. Um, i give you an example of how this impacts on a teacher's workload, which was another part of the concern. Uh, uh, one of the teachers was describing that because of the overcrowding in their school, they've had to remove all the lockers. Consequently, students cannot bring books to school because they have nowhere to store them and classrooms are, are, are pretty full. So what is happening now is that the pupils leave the books at home and the teacher has to uh, prepare all of the material for every single class. And classes are of 40 minutes to 60 minutes duration. And that has to be on the whiteboard. So suddenly, at the stroke of a pen, when a teacher could say, oh, "Guys, open the book, a page something," this is the 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 this is the, the nature of photosynthesis, for example. Now that is exclusively the work of the teacher. So you know th- th- this pandemic has co- it's got such a roll-on effect on everything people does. So this is why we are calling for this um, sustained and more investment to make schools safer physical spaces in which to work and learn. How quickly can it be done? How quickly should it be done? Uh, well, it should be done as quickly as possible. I mean, we have seen, we have seen that I mean, the state uh, could respond with great uh, alacrity and great uh, decisiveness to say we are giving uh, uh, well over 165 million, I think 75 actually, to schools, uh, primary and second level, to get ready uh, in, in second week in August, to get ready for the, the end of August to get back to school. We are now seeing that the, the workers are back at school, the principals are back in action and they are saying we need more to help us sustain the social distancing 
and to create the safe spaces for students. So this mm. is this is the rationale for the mandate, which is not about closing schools by any stretch of the imagination. Well, well what is it about, though? Because if the space isn't there, what's it involved? Construction well, what we, what or we, prefabs or something? To, yes, yeah, mm-hmm. what we're saying to the government is that you need to actually uh, uh, continue to prioritise education and prioritise it not just by making sure that everything else stays shut so schools can stay open. Schools themselves have to be prioritised. Uh, schools need more money to rent more spaces. Uh, uh, so that they can have space the classrooms out, so that they're not uh, overcrowded in the... There's not three classrooms, for example, separated by a flimsy partition in the sports hall, uh, which is not suitable for anybody. The noise level, the disruption, etc., etc. So what, what we are saying is that schools need more money to, to actually move out of campus. Schools need more money to buy the, 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 the PPE for teachers, the, the, the masks, the, the high-quality masks and the, the visors, and for students. And schools are really concerned about the future. This is really another part of the, the, the discussion that took place on Saturday, which parents do need to hear. Schools are really concerned about partial or full shutdowns over the coming weeks. And we know that one of the glaring... Um, the glaring problems that emerged during the lockdown was what we, we've all now referred to as the digital divide, whereby students simply do, have, do not have the devices to enable them to engage in learning. I mean, mobile or, phones or the broadband are fine for communicating. Mm-hmm. So we need more investment in IT for the students, mm-hmm. and that needs to be given top priority at the Cabinet. Or the broadband in cases where they have the technology isn't sufficient for them to be able to learn online. Are you concerned about what happens in schools if there is an outbreak. Uh, well, the, the again, very good procedures are put in place in terms of what you do, your isolation room, step A, B, D and C, it's all very well laid out. However, as we heard from the, the, uh, the chat show and I think RTE1 yesterday afternoon, where the primary principals were talking, one of the key steps in, in a breakout in the school is that the school must contact uh, the, the public health officer and get the advice from that officer. Because obviously, if a school has got 200 pupils and this... And, this, and they learn, for example, that the pupil got sick over the weekend, wasn't actually in school. Mm. Well, you know, there isn't a good case for shutting that school. But you may, so every, so the, 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 the government's um, procedure is that you can't have a blanket shutdown if a case is identified. You ha- it has to be investigated by the public health officer and advice given by that officer. But it was very clear yesterday afternoon in the, in the, the chat show that these officers were not available. Principals ended up scrabbling around ringing emergency departments uh, uh, on Friday evenings trying to find someone to get advice from, etc. And they are calling for a dedicated 24-7 support line exclusively for schools, which I don't think is unreasonable. So these are the type of measures that need to be put in place to keep the schools open. I mean, there is no bigger political priority bar sustaining employment than keeping the schools open. Yeah, clarity and confidence are very important uh, things in terms of taking people with you when you're trying to manage all of this and uh, they were lacking in spades across the road from us here last week in uh, one of uh, the biggest secondary schools in uh, the country. Uh, the teachers there represented by a different trade union but I'm sure you heard about St. Oliver's. Absolutely. 1,280 yeah, yeah. exactly students. the same problem. You know, it's just a thing mm. of clarity. What happens when it hits the road? At least at least 600 students. At least 600 students told there were co- close contacts, not to sc- come to school one day. The next day, told uh, there's uh, some mix up. Uh, forget about that. Come to school, and you don't need to be tested. 
Yeah, well, see, in a way, if you you have to extend sympathy to the principal and the board of management there because they are they are operating in such a new situation. It's not as if they made a mistake. I think this is where we do need much greater clarity, and we need this dedicated public health uh, expert uh, experts, indeed, available to schools to call to to be able to visit the school to get the details and to make the rational decision about what measures need to be taken as regards partial or full lockdowns. Because when you lock down a school like 600 pupils, you know, this is causing such stress for families and the mm. students, here we are, back to the future. Uh, parents are trying to, to work. I mean, one of the, one of the, the, uh, the biggest um, lessons that we learned as a society from the pandemic was the, 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 um, the importance of childcare in our economy. If we want people to be able to work, uh, even work from home, we need appropriate childcare. Children need to be at school or in the creche and of course at home with parents. So we, we we cannot shut institutions willy-nilly in the absence of good advice. We need mm. that advice to be part of the system of the of the response by the government. But should we try to keep them open at any cost? Uh, because as we heard at uh, the beginning of uh, the programme, uh, their County Louth is, uh, along with seven other counties, one step away from joining Dublin at level three. Otherwise, the country is at level two, but could go to level three, to level four. And the worst level, level five. But the hope is, under this government plan, to keep schools open at level five. Is that wise? Uh, well, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure if I'm sufficiently qualified or expert to say is it wise. I think it's a probably a, a, a decent and a probably a worthwhile aspiration. But to achieve it, I think they need to start listening to the unions uh, and to the school management who are saying. You have given us additional funds. Thank you very much. But we now need more. We need more to have the social distancing, to have the PPE, the high quality masks, and to have the um, and to have that dedicated public health support service there, so we can get the advice in a timely mm. and expert fashion. I mean, to think of principals ringing busy emergency departments to get advice on, on whether their school can open on a Monday morning—really, mm. that is just not on. I mean, but, we, but we, even we if put the, up with that in the past, in e- our e- health e- service, even if the teachers are given the best. PPE in the world and are are somehow put into a bubble, particularly teachers who are at risk themselves have an underlying illness or are of a a certain age cohort. Even at that, uh, the teachers may be protected, but the students are still together. And whilst they're young people and they're fit and they may uh, uh, recover if they catch this virus, they may also pass it on to others. I mean, this is the whole problem with community transmission. Yeah, but actually, I have to say, uh, talking to a lot of teachers over the last three weeks, uh, uh, what's really very heartening coming back from the teachers is that how extraordinarily... um, Responsible. The students mm. are, and they're really they're not indulging in in hijinks and not following the rules. I mean, the teachers saying like this: this the students are really, really aware of uh, the public health risks. They're following the rules. They're not challenging uh, um, the way things are now happening in school, and they're very, very cooperative. So I think mm. that's a really positive. Yeah, sign. it's a, a real credit to the young people. Yeah, it, absolutely. It sure yeah, is. Yeah. It sure mm-hmm. is a credit mm-hmm. to them. This mm-hmm. is this is coming mm-hmm. at me from both primary schools and second level schools, and I think that's really hard. So if we have that degree of cooperation with the students, with their parents following the public Mm. health advice and with the better funding and facilities for schools, I really do think 
the government has a good mm. chance of meeting its, its, its ambition. That really is great, Maura. But having said that, you have these concerns and you're going to ballot your members. Uh, when will that ballot take place? Well, normally, normally we, would do, uh, we, the, we would do school ballots, which are very efficient. The, the, the shop steward sorts it all out, etc., etc. However, because of the, 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 the requirement to adhere to the best social distancing and not have adults in particular having unnecessary physical contact, this will be a postal ballot which will go out to every member. So getting all of that printed, getting it sorted, getting it out, getting it back, uh, typically that would take up to six weeks. So we're talking, let's say, by after the midterm break, the ASTI would have a mandate uh, for industrial action if it's clear that measures are not being taken to address the problems, which are already very clear, uh, clearly identified, and we've just discussed them. Uh, and it's really a mandate. It's a way to say to the government, this is serious. You know, you're going to have to start listening to the workers in the workplaces uh, about the conditions and whether it's safe or not. And, you know, the, the workplace that teachers work in are, are, are places where there are children and young people who have had such an interruption to their education and their lives. And the last thing teachers want is that there will be any further interruption uh, uh, to their to their um, you know to their learning. Okay, nice to talk to you by the way, and thank you indeed uh, for indeed, joining thank us. Thank you, and hopefully, as I say, the they sober sober words there from from the government spokesperson. But you know, we're all in this together, and one of the mantras is that uh, what keeps the school safe the way the adults behave outside the school. That's okay. really important as well. Thank you indeed, Maura Layden, Assistant General Secretary of the ASTI. Michael Reed on LMFM. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 